don't know what I got my metaphor. Um, ahead of time, this time, I ain't going to get caught mumbling this time. <laughs> I thought about it. Tight. All right. I hit record. I'm good to go whenever you are. Hell yeah, another back-to-back Cavs, Cavs and Browns winning weekend. Yep. Oh, yes, sir. All right, well, man, this feel like a quick episode. <laughs> Huh? Yeah, I, I was gonna say like we always say like the the wins are easier. There's really not much to you yeah. Know, to when you lose, that. that's when you're critiquing yep, everything. Yep. So today's episode of the Quintessential Browns podcast is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A rising tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or on social. Go to sportsdrink.org or open Instagram and type in at sportsdrink, spelled like sportsdrink, but without the vowels. All we ask is that you close the door behind you. We're trying to not let the funk out. What up, my boy? Huh? What up, my boy? This is the Quintessential Browns Podcast. Welcome back to another quintessential Browns podcast. I'm your host, Yusuf Ali. That's your other host, Jake Solomon. This is week uh, 16, 15? 16, yep. 16. Uh, and you can tell by the enthusiasm in my tone of voice, we have won again. Oh, man, it was great against the motherfucking, uh, who did we beat? Oh, the Houston Texans. <laughs> Man, it was so long ago and such an easy win. I already forgot about it. Anything you got to say to the people before we officially get started? No, it was uh, it was great to dominate from start to finish. I think that's what the really good teams do because this easily could have been a, a trap game for us, but uh, we took no hostages, and I was just happy that we we beat the team we were supposed to beat. You know, I'll beat that uh, Stroud was out, but we still. Mop the floor with him. Defense played incredible. Yep. I don't give a fuck who was out. We're going to talk about that and everything else that was great about this win. Give out performances, grade, coaching, all that. Metaphors. Everything in this week 15 Victory Monday episode. Christmas Monday. Victory Christmas. Let's call it Victory Christmas episode of the QBP. To the, I guess you would say, untrained eye, like it was a bad decision, but it really, but obviously it wasn't. Um, you know, he had enough faith uh, and trust in his arm, and you know what we practiced to understand that you know it would be a successful play, and I and I would um, be well Defense as a whole, you know, they're pretty sound. You know, they have a good D line. Um, they have good DBs, um, and they play hard. Um, you know, they're playing good football right now. Um, so definitely it will present a challenge to us. But as long as we stay ahead of the chains, as long as we uh, execute, um, we can get to this locker room. Yeah, no, 100%. I think the best way to probably describe it is uh, he's like a faith multiplier. Um, it's like when he, came, when he came in, guys was like, it's like a 
you know, weight lifted off of our shoulders. Like, you know, this is the guy. So where are you feeling now? Like, how would you compare it to Yeah, the skill things are hard for me. Um, but a lot better, you know. I always wear when you go to the doctor, like, what level of pain are you in? And I'm like, is a 10, like, getting cut in half? Or is a 10, you know, how I feel right now? Um, but, you know, Yeah, I, I definitely feel that uh, we're underrated. But, I mean, I feel if you look at the numbers and, and the stats, numbers don't lie. You see that uh, we're, we're top in the league at a lot of a lot of stats and a lot of things, man-to-man uh, -man and uh, just coverage-wise. So, I think we're definitely underrated, but, I mean, we're just going out there to keep being the best we can for our team to help us uh, get a win. Yeah, definitely. I'm definitely familiar with Case and uh, how he likes to play, so I think that's a plus in going into the game. And um, But he's a good quarterback, able to uh, get the ball to his guys and uh, make the throws needed and uh, get an offense moving. You need to be more like a dog. We don't need a bunch of cats in here yeah, looking in the mirror. Do I look good? I got my extra bands on. I got my other shoes on. Be a dog. Takes a handoff, Flacco, deep shot on first down, looking for the big play, and it's caught by Cooper, down at the five, Flacco on the outside, Ford, cuts it, he's got the angle, a perfect start to the holiday for Cleveland, and Flacco, pump, Flacco somehow spins out of it, throws it to the sideline, Murrow throws, looking for separation, it's caught, Amari Cooper, down the sideline for the touchdown. Out of the pocket, trying to buy time. Keenum is not going to get out of there. Second down and 12. Flacco looks. Flacco end zone. Touchdown. A dime to Najoku. And Joe Flacco with another elite throw. Keenum rushes on. And Keenum seems to get into legitimate field goal range. Oh, that ball tipped and picked. Flacco on time. Touchdown. Amari Cooper. What a day for Flacco and Cooper. Keenum hit as he throws. It's up there, and it's hit in the backfield. On a give, it is Hunt for the touchdown. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, it really, the, the 19, I think we had a 19-play drive. That's what they, at least they said on the sideline. Uh, that, that was just, that was awesome. He's special. I mean, you know, we were able to get him open downfield a little bit, but he was also able to go up for some balls and, you know, just be strong to the catch and all that stuff. So he, he's, he's yeah, a special Yeah, player. yeah, yeah. Uh, I actually wasn't looking his way to the in the beginning, I don't think, and then I feel like I had to move a little bit, and I was kind of yeah. had guys hanging on me, and I saw him out of the – I kind of saw him over there on the sideline. So just, you know, it's fourth down. you got to give him a chance. Did you come over here? Did your family leave him for Christmas, or are you working on it? Oh, we're working. We're working. Uh, and they'll be coming in. Uh, on Chris. Uh, just the rhythm of the game, the way it was flowing, uh, I felt very confident that I could get, you know, 300. I'm not going to lie to you, I mean, but it was cool. It was cool. I'm glad we got the dub. After the first baseball, how you Honestly, man, to be completely candid, I would attribute most of it to Joe. I mean, he just has an incredible feel for the game. He has an incredible arm. Um, I think, obviously, you know, with the relationship between a receiver and a quarterback, it's a symbiotic relationship. But um, he it's just like um, the best way to explain it is it's like we we mesh well together. Yeah, it, it felt exactly like that, to be honest. Um, it just, you know, it seemed... Uh, not to disrespect their defensive backs, but it seemed like you just everything was, you know, flowing well, and it kind of seemed a little bit easier. Okay, that's number 10. All right, that's number 10. Now, this is a resilient bunch. Sometimes you try to prove how resilient you are, okay, in the last fourth quarter there. Okay, but 
take care of our business. And that's what we did today. Defensively, two takeaways, JOK and Duran. Three sacks, two by the captain, number 99. I don't love, man. I love each and every one of y'all, man. Let's just keep going, man. Come on, man. Let's just keep going, man. This one up. We went one and no this week. So, man, let's just keep it going, man. Let's get to the playoffs. Yeah, sir. 27 to 42. 368 yards. Three touchdowns. Browns record. Two hundred and sixty-five catches. Eleven catches, two touchdowns by number two. Hey man, hey, let's keep going one and no every week, bro. When we play our brand of football, nobody can play with us, man. I like boy. Teams win on Sunday, like I said, and turn around and win on Thursday. Good teams win on Sunday, turn around and win on Thursday. Now, you win on Thursday, you've earned that second season. That's what's that's what's at stake right now. You win on Thursday, you earn it. You grab that ticket, okay? So that's what's in front of us. But it's hey, it's time to go to work, and that thing is right there for us to go grab. You know how we're gonna do it? By going one and zero on Thursday night. Team on three. One, two, three. What a day for Flacco and Cooper. You are the best. Don't forget it. You're the best. All right. Uh, well, y'all saw QB Pierce. It was awesome. Uh, we went into it like with pretty much. Not the highest hopes, but higher than average hopes. We pretty much thought we was going to do this. And then it started out awesomely. Like, I remember it got started. I didn't even get a chance to like my my initial game blunt before we had already scored. I said, God damn, this is going to be one of those games. Next thing you know, the whole quarter went, and we hadn't scored again. Didn't even get in field goal range. I'm like, well, what the fuck is going on? And then we scored again, so that made it feel a little bit better. I felt good. All right, well, okay, we got it. And then we let them score on an amazing kick return. I can't take nothing back from that kick return. It's it's hard to score on a kick return, and they damn sure did. But after that, like you say, we just started dominating. We just – the defense started getting them out of there real fast. We started, I don't know, just finding receivers, finding mainly Coop. Coop had a – Fucking awesome career Browns day, the best Browns day ever, I think, as a receiver. I'm pretty sure. Because he, yep. I think he, he beat Josh Gordon record, my guy. Favorite Browns, probably my favorite Browns player. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Nick Chubb yeah. is close. But it's Josh. It's Josh. Then, so there was that. And then it was just, it was just great. We didn't really need to run. Um, Four did score, which was good to see, but we didn't do a whole lot of running. Uh, how, how much do you think we ran? About a uh, hundred yards, maybe ninety, seventy-five yards, something like that. Yeah, may if that, if that. Uh, Ford Ford did not run particularly well. Uh, but I don't really know that we we really did not commit to the run. I think we knew that we wanted to pass to this game. That was definitely the focus. Yeah, we have we have fifty-four yards on the ground. So yeah, I knew it wasn't a lot. It wasn't a lot of running, but yeah, we just didn't need to. And the defense, well, that quarterback they put in, I, I kind of wish they would have had Stroud because that guy was 
He wasn't the worst, but he was the worst against us. He couldn't do shit. We was dominating. They they got a little spark of life in the garbage time when Davis Mills got in and gave them some new energy and they scored a couple quick touchdowns. And even even Joe threw a late interception. They're like, well, man, we up by two scores. So it's not the worst. He didn't give you an interception. It looked like that's that's what he's gonna do. He's gonna give us at least one interception per game. But when yeah. it don't and matter, one one interception a- really doesn't count because we didn't have our kicker available. So he, yeah, that was like a, yeah. So like that was okay. And uh, yeah, other than that, that's really the only bad news is that uh, Dustin Hopkins got hurt and uh, yeah. tr- on that ninety-eight yard kickoff return. And so uh, yeah, it was a very very good game to watch. It's one of those games where you could like, as a Browns fan, it's hard to. To, to to look forward, but it was or not not hard. It's it's not safe, I should say, to to kind of look ahead. But I think when it was thirty six, I think at one point it was thirty six to seven. <laughs> and I said, oh. I think it's safe. I think it's safe to say that we gonna we gonna win this game. <laughs> yeah, that was. I, I mean, even it's just such a skewed number. They got twenty two points. Seven of those were off of special teams, and then the other two were, were all in garbage time. They got 15, 15 points in the fourth quarter, and we weren't really playing then. So this easily could have been a shutout if we gave fucks, you know, in the fourth especially. But uh, what can you do? Defense played lights out. They were they were incredible. There was just too much pressure. There was too much pressure on on their quarterbacks. I was surprised we didn't. Get more turnovers, but uh, great performance. Great performance by the defense. Yeah, other than MJ's little bonehead flags he got, and then he made it up for it. He got a couple nice pass deflections, uh, almost interception. Um, so, yeah, yeah. other than that, defense played great. I would say every if, they, if we wouldn't have gave up that punk-ass kickoff return, I would say every aspect, every level we played awesome, but. We gave up a kick return. That, that's only one. That's literally the only one we gave up all year. You know, they might catch us slipping one time a year. That's okay. Oh, but yeah. That was pretty much it. It was one, I mean, it was, we, we, we had a game recently that was like this, like a worry-free, dominant ass whooping. <laughs> Who did we just beat like that? Uh, uh, No, not the Jaguar. Was it, was it was Jaguar? the Jaguar? It was, no, uh, they, they wasn't that easy. It was somebody no, right no, before that. Oh the, no, it wasn't the Bears. Uh Cardinals. The Cardinals, maybe. We beat Cardinals, we beat them 27 rip. Yeah. So yeah, this is one of those games. Very especially the opposite from last week, which is a very emotional game for some reason. Uh very <laughs> roller coastery game. This week was if it was a roller coaster, it was the fucking double the double loop at Giaga Lake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't too scary. Metaphor of the week against the fucking Houston Texans who we dominated. This game, since we scored quick and then kind of kind of stagnant for, for a second, but then got back on track and it was a smooth ride. This game was easily comparable to like three in the morning traffic where you just riding. You're going to get home. You, maybe you're just coming from a late show or a bullshit dishwashing job shift. 
So you got to come back at three in the morning. And it's a smooth mm. ride. You should get home. This normally probably took you 45 minutes to get there at five o'clock in the daytime. But it's only going to mm. take you 13 minutes to get home. Pretty smooth ride, except you run into that occasional traffic jam because it was an accident somehow at three o'clock in the morning. And that took like eight minutes. You was just sitting still, like completely still in traffic. Like, man, how the fuck, how long is this going to last? And then as soon as you get ready to roll your emergency traffic jam blunt, that's when the traffic start moving again. That's when we start scoring again. Easy ride. Uh, you you might have you might have hit a couple of uh, squirrels <laughs> on the way home <laughs> the last couple of touchdowns, but you ain't even stop. You just they were like bumps in the road. Yeah, it was a pretty smooth no, ride. Nothing. <laughs> there you go. That was the that was the metaphor. <laughs> no uh, sex. No sex. All right. Uh, <laughs> um, this game. Okay, this game was. All right, this game was very smooth with the exception of like a few hits. I would say, all right, this game was like being a substitute teacher. Uh, mm. And you you had a good, you you knew going into it that you had a pretty good report about this class, pretty well behaved. And so you knew that it should be fine. And uh, and you get to class and in the beginning, like, you know, everybody's got to do their assignments. They should, you know, they're just kind of reading chapters. They got to do what they got to do. And it's like pretty quiet. But then all of a sudden, there's just some conversations going on. And they're just like, they're making a muck. A lot of people are talking. So you gotta give them, hey, hey, this is my classroom. I'll count to three. And you count to three and everybody quiets down. And that was pretty much it. You just had like, one oh, instance. Shit, that worked. It worked. <laughs> yeah. That worked. And that was pretty much it. They got a little restless towards the end, towards the end of class. But all in all, you know, for the bulk of it, they were cool. So it was anything to trip about. Oh man. So you get that QB pairs. We got a uh, a three o'clock traffic jam and an easy day as a substitute at work with the with the good kids, the 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 well fed, the 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 privileged kids <laughs> at a, at a private school. You a right. substitute at a private school today? Yeah, right. All right. <laughs> let's call it. Let's call it the game changers. This will be the game changers segment. <laughs> um, easily. And if you want to agree, you can. Or if you want to go, it's because it's one or the other. It's like the chicken and the egg. But I'm going to go ahead and give it to Amari Cooper just for saying he was unguardable. Just for saying that out loud. You got to give it to him. That's amazing. That I mean, hell, he started out with bombs, middle of the game bombs, end of the game bombs. He looked like old Josh Gordon out there. And he set some type of record for being the only – the second player with 300 yards for three different teams or some shit like that. So Amari Cooper. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I can't go anywhere else. It has to be Amari. Uh, as you said, three different teams with, what, what was the stat? With more than 300 yards. More than 300 yards. Yeah. That, and he's also somehow. Oh, no, some more than like... 200 and some yards like in the game. Something like oh, that. Oh, 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 gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um. Yeah, gotta go with Amari. He also broke a Browns franchise record, which, like as you said, was Josh Gordon's previous. And as I was watching this, I was like, man, I haven't seen anything like this since Josh Gordon that one game that he just <laughs> went off. Um, yeah, Amari was just open. He was not only open running great routes, but he made some really great catches too. Um, he did uh, an, an incredible job. So you know, he set a new franchise record, and now we're at. 10 wins and I think another 
stat that's not so much related to the uh, MVP of the game or game ball, but I think I saw that this is going to be Stefanski's first December with a winning record, which is also pretty crazy to to think about. But yeah, um, it's dope. yeah, it's that's wild stuff. But yeah, Amari Cooper, it's got to go to him. Nobody else, uh, I think, even comes close to it. He he gets the game ball for for me. Only other person I was thinking was Flacco because he didn't had his third yeah. three hundred some yard pass a game. Damn, then yeah. one yeah. for four. And yeah, so. Yeah, I yeah, would just maybe yeah. yeah, maybe him. If I had to go defense, maybe JOK. He played really well. He was all up in there. He was JOK got plays. interception today. Got interception, the... yep. That was a teamwork interception because Nicholson was it Nicholson? Who deflected it? Nicholson. Not Nicholson. Um, Who the hell's Nicholson? Harris. Here. I don't know where oh. I get Nicholson from. Yeah, <laughs> but Harris, the dude Harris deflected it. Hair, Shelby Harris. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was one of those teamwork interceptions. But yeah, that that was great. Everybody looked good. Um fucking awesome. Again, only thing we that was bad was Dustin. But we didn't even need him. So yeah. heal up, Dustin. We might need you next week. Let's mm. grade the coaching for the week 15 against the Houston Texans. And I'm going to give him an A, easily give him an A. Um, I wrote down some key plays early in the drive. That um, Hell, that pass to Coop. I wrote that down, and then I just thought that was a pretty good play call early in the drive. It's uh, another one I wrote down. It was a uh, – Oh, it was a the, the the touchdown drive when he threw it to a fucking um Najoku the way he caught that bitch. Just that that I like that play call and I like for him to bring in DTR with the, the two point conversion. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he was just he gets A today. No 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 complaints from, from this side. That was great. Great coaching today. I would say A as well. My only gripes, which I texted, I don't, I didn't really like the Wildcat plays necessarily, but, um, you know, in totality, I thought he called a really good game. It definitely, I mean, I think even from that first play of the game, we obviously saw some stuff on film that they liked, which is why we haven't taken a shot like that, like a deep shot like that. I think they, they were expecting it and they got the look that they wanted and, uh, they took took a shot, so that showed me how you know their preparedness was on point. And uh, he, I thought he called a really good game, arguably Stefanski's best game. Again, we still we still have some issues converting on on third downs, but also, yeah, um, yeah it you know, I'll take. I thought he he called a a really good game all in all. Um, so I, I would give it A as well. I think it's the first time we've we've agreed. Yep. Yep, for sure. You hear that, coach? Good job, man. <laughs> <laughs> against a shitty team. Well, not even that's the worst team, but against a team, like you say, a team we should have beat. This is like what you should do against these type of teams. Basically mm-hmm. mistake free. We had a few a few flags here and there, but that wasn't really coaching. That was kind of mental mistakes. But, um, yeah, so that was cool. All right, Stefan. I got one thing specifically to say, but another thing. 
we already talked about it. Dustin Hopkins getting hurt. Um, you need him back. That's like he won so many games. We cannot have as as important as Miles Garrett is and fucking Flack, whoever you want to name. <laughs> we definitely need a healthy Dustin Hopkins going into the postseason. Oh my God, I can't imagine having to replace him at this point in the season. So hopefully that hamstring shit was, you know, he can, whatever they need to do, massage it out, icy hot, whatever the fuck, <laughs> get that shit together. <laughs> yeah. It, two, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Go, no, no, no. I was, I was just going to add on that to say that I, I think he did have a hamstring issue, like coming into the season, nothing crazy, but uh, the fact that it happens, I'm wondering, I, I think we are a 99.2% uh, chance of making the playoffs. Um, almost, it's almost guaranteed that we would make the playoffs. Um, I think next um, Thursday is our chance to clinch for sure. But I would, if we clinch, I would love to rest him for the rest of the regular season. If, if we're at that point where we can, I know he's just a kicker, but we do need a, we do need him. Like he's super valuable. So I'd hope he can rest up. I don't know how serious it is but i know he's getting an mri tomorrow um so that's always that's always scary um i mean all in all you could just say our our special teams because what's his name but has also hurt himself a little bit too um so every facet of the browns game is getting affected by injury so yeah we need a healthy dust into your point and um the other thing I was gonna say was I seen two, too too many today. Deshaun Watson posts where like they, man, can you imagine we still had Deshaun Watson? Deshaun Watson would he wouldn't be doing this? And I'm just like, do y'all understand he's still gonna get his check? Do y'all understand he don't give a fuck with y'all saying these, <laughs> these little critics or whatever the fuck y'all call yourself? He don't care. He happy. He happy that, that that we win and without him. He's still getting the same amount on his check. He'll give a fuck. <laughs> so leave him alone. Please don't say Deshaun Watson's name the rest of the year. He is, has nothing to do with, with nothing we got going on. We get it. Y'all want to make your little nasty jokes and dick out. But it, it doesn't. He's not playing. It don't matter. It's, it's, it's just it's almost bullying at this point. And I don't care. But it's just annoying to read. Like, be original. Start with these haggy Deshaun Washington jokes. Leave the guy alone, man. Jeez. Yeah. Like you said, y'all not paying him. Not his money ain't coming out of your check. Leave him. Who right. cares? <laughs> I haven't. I didn't know that people were still uh, on his case, but I I'd imagine I guess if Flacco's doing well, people want to be able to say like you know they wasted all that money and you know. Yeah, yeah my homeboy. I had to call him out by name, but I fuck with Tim Wolf, man. Great comment. Yeah. <laughs> he talking about some man, yeah. This Flacco kid is all right, but imagine if we would have drafted Deshaun Watson. Like he's trying to be funny. I get uh, what he's trying. But it was a, it was a dig, and he said something, and then uh, I just saw too many. I was just like, come on, man, <laughs> come on, man. Yeah. Leave Deshaun Watson alone. That's it. That's <laughs> all I had to say this week. You got anything else? I don't think so. For Browns water? No, that I think yeah. that was it. I think that was another it. great outfit for JOK too. These he killing anytime you dress like that, <laughs> you're gonna have an interception in a game like yeah. that.
matchups and previews for week 16. So what is 18 weeks now in the league? There's 18 weeks, 17 games, 18 weeks. So you damn. still have a bye week. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, damn. Okay. So week 16 against I legit don't know who we playing. <laughs> the Jets. New York Jets. All right. Hmm. Did you say that was on a Thursday, Jahi? You said that was on a Thursday? Yep. Thursday night football. I think it's the last I think it's the last home game for the Browns, I think. Because I think the week 18's at Cincinnati. Yep, it is. So Jets is the last home game. We have the potential to clinch uh playoffs again in our own stadium, which last time when it happened, it was during COVID, so we couldn't have people in the stand. So it'd be pretty cool to do it. In person. Um, oh, yeah, 2020. Mm-hmm. Yep. The last good Baker year. That's right. Mm. Well, Except for this year, apparently. I know what I hate Thursday games. I just hate Thursday games in general. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Yeah. I hate Thursday games. I hate, especially when we just played on Sunday and we banged up already. So now we yeah. get a short week. We needed fucking Dustin Hopkins needed the whole week to rest, not yeah. fucking three days. This well, is I don't, I don't, I don't think they're gonna put him out there, regardless of. I just don't think you want to take any chances with him hurting something. Yeah. Before playoffs potentially, so I, I think you, you sit him. I, I think. And who they quarterback? Oh. I know it's not Aaron Rodgers no more. Aaron Rodgers still hurt. Um. It'll be interesting to see who their quarterback is. Zach Wilson, is he on concussion or something? I think he might be on concussion protocol, but Trevor Simeon started today's game against the against the commander. So he'll probably start next week too. He ain't good enough. <laughs> he he ain't he's good enough not, to threaten. Yeah, Trevor Simeon is nothing to sneeze at. Brees Hall, the running back, is suitable. He's not he's not bad. Yeah, and that's all they need is suitable. Suitable do pretty good against us. This guy today yeah. was has a pretty a couple pretty good runs. Luckily, it mm-hmm. didn't matter, but yeah, some good yep. runs. Mm-hmm. And then who are they receivers? Well, Garrett Wilson is probably their most notable receiver outside of Garrett Wilson. I don't know that they have. Uh, I mean, Tyler Conklin. I think he's a tight end. Um, they use Brees Hall a lot in the past. He had 12 catches for 96 yards today. So Brees Hall is a Swiss Army knife. He can be used however you want. Garrett Wilson is a really good receiver. Um, but offensively, they're, you know, I think they have a lot of problems, especially at quarterback. So. Yeah, that's yeah. And I know they got I know they got Sauce Gardner because his name is Sauce Gardner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's really, really good. So, but he's not going to. I would look, I'm looking forward to seeing what him and Amari Cooper going to do if that's what they put him on. Or maybe they're going to put him on on Goodwin or maybe they put him on on, on more. I don't know. Goodwin didn't have any. He didn't even have no looks today, did he? He did, yeah. He had that one that was intercepted. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. The one genuine interception that Flacco threw. Yeah. So... But overall, no, other besides it being on a Thursday and a short week, it is the Jets. And we are at home, and we pretty fucking good at home. Mm-hmm. So with that said, 
three wins in a row. We we have played 15 games and won 10 of them three in a row. That is fucking amazing. So I think that they want to keep that going. I'm going to give it 4.4 hopes Hmm. out of five. Okay, okay. Um, I'm going to say 4.7. All right. That's what I like to hear. I, I feel good about this one. The thing is, like, the, the Jets' defense is very good. You, they are arguably as talented as the Browns, honestly. They're, they're a really good defense, but they don't have the offense. They can't move the ball that well. So I, I will say 4.7 because the, the, the Jets' defense really can't do much. And today they went against the worst defense in the league in Washington, and they won by two. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we moving the ball. We – Joe Flacco is, is calm and collected, standing back there. We're going to get that ball out. Yep. That's going to be good. Like today, he made a star out of 84. 84 and caught the ball. And yep. <laughs> right? Yep. Three, three yep. weeks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Yep. Hell yeah. Well, so I guess we can average that out to like 4.5 or something like that. Four mm-hmm. and a half hopes. Either way, QB peers. We we definitely going into this highly optimistic that we should beat the Jets, even if yes. it's a ugly game. Mm-hmm. We should pull it out. Yep. In everything that's in my soul today, everything that's in my soul, I'm gonna beat your motherfucking ass, and I mean that. Well, final thoughts for week 15 against the Houston Texans without C.J. Stroud. I was kind of looking forward to seeing what the hype was about with this kid, but maybe next time. But um, final thoughts, that was easy. Um, I liked how we figured shit out eventually after that. We caught him slipping maybe in the first that first play, but then like kind of figured some shit out on their end, but then we outsmarted them again and started scoring again. So, like, we showed it was a better team. We did what we were supposed to do. Um, I appreciated that win, that stress-free win going into the holiday. Uh, a lot of people, it made their holiday. They're going to have an extra better Christmas or whatever because of that. So that was great. Uh, and, yeah, let's just do it again on this shitty Thursday night and we'll talk to y'all then. <laughs> yeah, my, my final thoughts are very similar. I would just say it was a great win, and I just want us to stay healthy. That's all I want. So stay yeah. healthy. And uh, again, we touched on it earlier, but yeah, getting D hop back. I hope it's not that severe. Um, I hope it's a one week thing. I'm okay if he misses this week. This is probably the one to to miss, but we got to get him back. Amberhork. I mean, all of our special teamers. We gotta we gotta get both those kickers punter back. So. Um, but outside of that, great W, and I hope we can clinch playoffs Thursday. Do you remember what we predicted our record was going to be? Did we say 10-7? and seven? We, we might have, actually. I have to go back and look. I thought we did say 10-7. and seven. I feel like we said 10-7. and seven. Huh. Well, no, less than 10. Yeah, I don't think really? we did. Cause, but also, like, 
yeah well i'm trying to think of like i'm i'm looking at our schedule now and i'm trying to think because we definitely we definitely predicted texans we'd beat bears we'd beat the jaguars in the beginning of the season we probably that could have gone either way mm-hmm. i think broncos we probably would have said that we would have won seahawks we should have won hmm yeah, I bet it was ten and seven. I guess it could have been eleven and six. I'm gonna legit go back and listen to the preview episode. Yeah, I'm I'm very curious what we said. <laughs> yeah, I want to see what we said. Yeah. But, uh, until then, uh, with that, uh, QB Pierce. Until next week, this has been Yusuf Ali. That's your other host, Jake Solomon. This has been the Quintessential Browns podcast. And until next week, fucking go Browns. Fucking go Browns. Cleveland! This is for you! We out.